Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode one of the Loose Change podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tyler, your host. We also got Stuart on the mic. Stuart, say hi. hi. Everybody, how's it going? We got Kai. We got Braden. Kai, say hi. What's up, guys? It's Kai. Good, good to be here. Glad we're finally doing this. Yes, finally. This has been in the works. For... You're, in, you're, in the, you're in the works, at least. Months? Months, for is sure. It, is, it, is it years? That's a long time. I, we've been talking about it for a while. I think we came up with the name years ago. But Brayden, say hi. Brayden, say hi. Oh, oh hey there. I, I thought you guys forgot about me for a second, and I was just going to have to wait 10 minutes to say my name. But That would have been a better bit if we just did the podcast for like 10 <laughs> minutes with Tyler, Stewart, and Kai and said, oh, and by the way, here's Brayden. But yeah, that's us. We got Tyler, Stewart, Kai, and Brayden. This is the Loose Change Podcast. We're starting this off. Talking everything hockey, giving our two cents on everything. I know the tagline's pretty sick. Let's start with giving our two cents on the major award races. Let's start with the heart. I'm a big Leafs fan. I know we got a Penguins fan and Stewart and the Canucks fans, Kai and Braden. Am I a homer in saying that Austin Matthews is going to be the unanimous MVP? And if anyone votes otherwise, they're stupid and should be stripped of any accolades? Not even a little bit. I don't think unanimous. Uh, I mean, yeah. McDavid deserves some votes. McDavid deserves it. The season Goudreau's having, like, I, I don't, I honestly, I think Goudreau's getting snubbed a little bit because, yeah. like, you know, McDavid's uh, obviously going to get the all. Because I have money on him to win the heart, but <laughs> Goudreau definitely deserves to win. Well, McDavid gets the, like, obviously, like, Austin is the favorite and he should be the favorite. Like, you don't have a season like that and not garner enough. Yeah, he's the clearly favorite, the favorite. I guess, as we all know. But then McDavid's that, well, what about this pick? Especially because it's the Leafs, right? And I think between those two, like, that puts Goudreau under the rug, if that makes sense, like between those three, when really like, the guy's unreal, like he should be the number two, right? Not to me, it's not McDavid. Yeah, yeah Goudreau, I mean, like, how many more points does McDavid have than Goudreau? I think it's like eight or something. Yeah, McDavid has 108, Goudreau with 99. So he's got nine more points than Goudreau. But Goudreau is first place, leading his team to a first yeah, place. He is leading his team and leading the league in plus minus. I mean, that's a stat that no one really gives a shit about, but it's still there on NHL.com, so why not talk that's, about that's, it? That plus minus is important when it's a really high number or a really low number. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, if he finishes, like, plus 60, that is indicative of, like, a special. Yeah, for sure. Well, exactly. plus 54 right now. I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's crazy. That that's, actually, that's really high. That is ridiculous. That's really high. Okay, but, like, when we're talking about value, Matthews is still clearly better than because of the goals that he puts down on the ice, right? Like, I, I know, like, Drew's up there, but I think Matthews was, would garner my vote. And anyone that says that Goudreau is more valuable than Matthews is kind of iffy. Like, I think Goudreau is his second player. But... Do you guys do it as best player or as whoever's most valuable to their team? Um, I don't know. It's hard to... That's, it's tough. It's a tough one, I'll I think that it should just be best player. I mean, like most valuable to their team is kind of subjective, right? Yeah. Well, if you go off the most valuable to their team, where does Shosturkin sit in uh, that conversation? I think you're forgetting Thatcher Demko, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Igor I mean, Shosturkin like, was if, the if number two for a while. Yeah. If it's most important I mean. to the team, then it's like there's more of an argument for guys like Shosturkin, and then like even like you. But what's the goalie every time? Yeah, that's so, fair. Well, I have a hard time picking Matthews to the Leafs or Igor to the Rangers. 
Because if that's how you base it, then your answer and could change, Igor, I guess. You, if Igor's well, gone, yeah, then I mean, it's Georgiev. And if Matthews is gone, oh no, we only have John Tavares. Yeah. Sure. I find it hard to give goalies picks for like the heart just because they have the Vesna, like almost in the same way that I kind of rank defense a little bit lower for the heart because they have the Norris, which is kind of like the same thing. That's it's true. just like the most you do? the best defenseman wins the Norris a little bit. Like I think it takes away from Shesterkin in my eyes because if he wins the Vesna, he has to have a super special season to be taken over like Matthews, who's put up ridiculous numbers but can't you use the same argument with the rocket that oh well you know ford always wins the most goals and matthews is gonna win that so we don't need to go hard i yeah, think but how many years will did use that Ovechkin win the heart i don't know win the rocket i don't think it's that many what you won both yeah, has he how many hearts does he have does he even have one ov has at least That's, one i think heart. he has i think he I has think three is it three, three hearts, eh? i think it's three okay Again. Producer John, can you get on that? Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get. Okay, so I think we all agree, Matthews, that we we described it was a unanimous pick for Matthews. Good, good talk, good talk. Mm-hmm. Moving mm-hmm. on, Selke, not going to even. I'm going to say it's obviously Bergeron. Yeah, no question. Moving on. No, 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 no. We're going back to Selke. We're going back to Selke. <laughs> okay, we're going back to Selke, Braden. What do you, what do you think? Austin Matthews should win the Selkie Trophy. Okay, I'll hear it. Okay, I'll, I'll listen to this. Of course, the Hughes fan's going to listen now. Go Who is second in the league player? in takeaways? Second? I don't uh-huh. know. Who's first in the league? Uh, I think Matthews is first among forwards. Unless I'm wrong, I have to go look that up. But I'm pretty sure first is defenseman. Matthews is second. Matthews does have a lot of takeaways. As a guy that's watched every single Leaf game, he has like... 10 takeaways, it feels like a game. Just for no reason, just the puck's back on the Leafs' hands in the neutral zone. He has the best uh, stick check in the league. He, he plus presses L1 like a motherfucker. All right, well, here's the stats. Alex Petrangelo leads the league in takeaways this year with 83. Second place is Austin Matthews with 82. He has one less than a defenseman who's leading the league. Yeah, like that's obviously insane, but end of the day, Selkie is more about them. perception than any of the other awards. Oh, for sure. And all that is right? why Matthews is never going to win. I think he could one day. Uh, I think when Bergeron sure retires, Bergeron. when Bergeron retires, he might have a chance, but until then. But as far as like, if we're talking, who do we think is going to win because of that stuff? Then yeah, like I'm going Bergeron, but who do I think should win? Also, God, I go Matthews. Does he even play PK though? Is he even what? Does he play PK? Matthews doesn't. He doesn't. I, mean, I feel but like then... that's kind of important for a two-way forward. Yeah, does that's that an give... argument you can have. Uh, does is... that give Marner more points for that? Because Marner is even so. on the takeaway list. Because Marner has so, yeah. 62 takeaways. But the and thing he is, plays like, PK. How do you think Matthews... Like, I do and I don't put that on the player. Like, I, I, the problem I have with Aaron is, like, I have no doubt that Matthews would be unreal on the PK. Like... I'd be one of, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where... Right, so you're like, it's, it's the coach's that. fault. Why would you penalize Matthews? Well, kind of, right? But like, he's not doing yeah. it, though. Like, at the end of the day, we're judging what happened. And Bergeron was on the PK. Yeah. Matthews wasn't. Garner was on the PK. Matthews wasn't. Yeah. So, I can't give him points for how I think he would do. And I can't really take a... I don't know. But uh, how many players have ever won the Selkie, do you think, without being on the PK? 
It's a good I question. I can't imagine it's too many. A, yeah, probably not many. But I have no idea. Okay, right on. And let's talk about the Calder then, because that's one that I know is going to be a bit of a juicy conversation here because I am team bunting. I know for a fact that Braden is team cider. It's got to be cider. It's got to be cider. Completely agree with Snyder. So we're all Snyder. against me. It's you see, Stuart doesn't even know his name. So we're going to take Stuart's opinion out of this. Dude, Bunting remembers the last Leafs win. Like he should not win the Calder. <laughs> and that's a part of it. If you, if you're, <laughs> I'm sorry, like that, and like what he has nine more points than Cider, a rookie defense. Well, sorry, an actual rookie defenseman. Who isn't playing on the top line? Oh, no, we the top team. Yeah, you're on the league. And it's like it's not like I think we overvalue points in a defenseman too much because like we go, oh, you know, how many points? And like, who cares about the defensive end? But you see his highlights, the kid's unreal. He's a force yeah. in his own end. Like he's 200 foot player. Like <laughs> the guys that don't hammer people. Yeah. Dude, I mean, one hand he's shoving guys over. The clips I see on Twitter of him where he's like cronwalling people like i haven't seen since nicholas cronwall in like 2011 it it's fun for sure but it's not as fun as watching him get set up from matthews and marner to score the game win okay so what it sounds like you're saying is that watching cider do all the hard defensive work isn't as fun as watching bunting stand in one place and having two of the best players in the world do all the work for him and give him an easy tap in and that is why bunting should win the call game <laughs> We we're on the same page. Harder, not harder. Bingo. Yeah, exactly. He knows, what doing. He knows Bunting, his job. Bunting knew. Oh, what I'll do is I'll sign with the Leafs. Big move in the offseason. Contributes to this Calder con- uh, conversation for sure. How many years did Bunting sign for? Two, Two years at 900K. Not a big deal. Okay. I can see him getting a big payday. Uh, Zach Hyman esque. Huge, huge disappointment on this new team. Is Caulfield win the Calder if Ducharme's not coach all for half the season? Yes. Oh, shit. Is it Cider sure. versus Caulfield at that point? No. Oh, I think Caulfield would no, be. No, I think Caulfield hits 50. <laughs> Caulfield's been unreal 50. under St. Louis. Caulfield's he been hit goals. 50. He's got 18 goals under St. Louis. Are you kidding me? He wouldn't hit 50. He definitely He's... hit 40, I think. I'd, yeah. honestly, I'd take him to hit 40. Oh. Wow. Well, how many games has uh, Marty coached at this point? Like, I mean, look it up. it's been enough that like eighteen doesn't feel. It's not like eighteen and fifteen or anything. That's like, eighteen not, goals in fifty-seven games. That's not good. No, but also we're going off of the uh, how many games Ducharme coached, right? I mean, I feel like you got to factor that in. Like, sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, just like the same with the Matthews. Like, he has 51 in his last 50. If Caulfield does have 18 in his last 25, then power to him. Maybe he does score 50 next year. But I just, I'm, as a Leafs fan, I've seen a lot of people comparing Caulfield to Leaf players, like to Mitch Marner, to Matthews, to Nylander. And like, I don't see it yet. He has potential. He's a prospect, though, right now. Very much prospect. I think he's got a lot of development to do. Yeah, for sure. But no, he's a good player. Good player. Although, like, it would be an interesting argument. You could put him with like a Zegris, maybe comparison. Um, I like Team North America. 
According yeah. to my quick math, I think St. Louis coached 27 games. He's got 18 goals in 27, or what, 15 and 27 with Marty? Yeah, something about that. Right? Let's just call it a rough number like that. Like, no, he, he scores 50 with Marty. Is that sustainable, though? I don't know if that's a sustainable base. Uh, remember in the playoffs last year when they, he wasn't being put on the fourth line? Like, the guy had the touch of God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, he was scary in the playoffs. All right, it's official. Caulfield would have won the Calder. <laughs> if Ducharm wasn't such a douche, he would have won the yeah. Calder. Well said. Well, should we? Do you guys want to talk about any of the rewards? Do you guys have any opinions on the Jack Adams or the Vesna? Uh, I think we at least got a. I think Vez, we at least got a touch. Vesna's a no brainer. Vesna's Igor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jack Adams, I don't know. Yeah, that Travis Green bet's not looking too hot right now, yeah, but that was maybe he comes back and he leads somebody to a Stanley Cup. Good thing our first podcast episode wasn't in October when I thought Travis Green was going to be the well, number one coach in the NHL. Well, we bet him at what, like a plus 5,000? How do you not take that? Yeah. Exactly. That's a bit of a segue while we're talking about coaches and Canucks coaches. Have you guys seen that, like, Boudreaux might not be back? He might not be back next year. Yeah, yeah that's wild. He's playing so well. He's coaching so well. Yeah. He, like the he Canucks is. don't want to bring him back? So the reports that I've seen is that like they're just kind of exercising all options. So Boudreaux was a Aquilini hire, right? The owner hired him, not Rutherford. Even though Rutherford's like boys with him and he was hyped to like have him around. Rutherford didn't choose to hire him. And like, you know, at Rutherford, Alvin, they're kind of interchangeable with whoever we say. Alvin, sorry. But um, it was an ownership hire, not a management hire. So the wording in Boudreaux's contract is that after this year, it was a two-year contract, but after this year, both the team and Bruce have an option to like leave if they want. So uh, it might be that Bruce wants to leave because he wants to go to a team that wants to be a that is a contender and is going to push for a Stanley Cup sooner than the Canucks will. And on the Canucks end, it might be that management wants to you know actually go after their own coach and have a coach that's going to be around um, more yeah. long-term that they see because Boudreaux kind of has a shelf life of like four years. So fair enough, but in the in the NHL, four years is a long time. The boys yeah. love the love Bruce. What's the uh what's that little saying that they have? Like the players be yelling at him? Bruce, there Bruce, it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah, Bruce, there it is. Like, come on. When you have that kind of magic going, I feel like you have to at least give him a year. I think it's worth keeping him and like I don't know, with the other coaches available. There was a uh, a Swedish coach, I think with Oh, Zurich, maybe? I can't remember who it was, but there's like one of those guys they were looking at who has ties to the Sedines. And then there was uh, the other name I saw potentially being floated around was uh, Paul Maurice, which uh, I would not be a fan of, but. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that as, a, as a, a Leaf fan a long time ago. Don't need that anymore. Yeah, I think you extend Bruce. Give him the. Give him another year at least and then make your decision, I think, after that if he wants to leave and go to a stronger team. Uh, is exactly. that up to him? He's, he's been very good just for, like, uplifting team morale. Like, it was so low before the hire. I feel like he's got to run with it. It was so miserable before he showed up. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so bad. I did not care. I was so checked out. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I can tell. Was at, I was at the uh, Penguins game. The Penguins Canucks game. When was this? Penguins Canucks game, and then the uh, I think that was Downing and Green's last game. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah, with the, the firebending chance. It was so bad. When the booze start falling down on a guy, you just have to do it for him, like for his at least for him. Just like don't make him come to work tomorrow and get booed again. 
Well, I mean, that was it. Like, people were campaigning about letting go of Benning and Green for so long, and then finally people started booing, and then it happened pretty quickly. Proud to say that I did donate to the fire Benning uh, plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brayden was part of the reason that Benning's gone. Everyone, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about it. All right, yeah. So we're just going over the fact that the NHL schedule makers are rather incompetent. Tonight, we just got the one game on Winnipeg at Montreal. Just yeah, for, for those listening. really glad that they cleared everyone's slate so that we could watch this game. Thank you, Gary Batman. Because today, on this Monday that we're recording, I get to watch Montreal, the last place team, face a team that doesn't have playoff implications. But tomorrow we have, what What was it, Kai? We have like Rangers, Hurricanes. We have- Rangers, Hurricanes, Blues, Bruins, um, Edmonton, Wild, this, Tampa, Dallas. So we got two, two cup final rematches tomorrow. I'll never understand how the NHL lets one game happen on one night. Well, you like know, how many teams are in the league? Like, oh, you can tell it's bad because, like, when I when I saw the schedule today, I went, "Oh, what am I missing?" Like, I thought that there was, like, you know, like whenever it's a Super Bowl, like they just won't schedule yeah. games on the Sunday. Like, I was like, "Oh, what's the big sports event tonight that I'm missing?" Literally nothing. There's, yeah, there's nothing. The Jays yeah. game. Yeah, it's a Monday. The Jays. <laughs> they were prepared for the Jays. And I mean, isn't there going to be even more competition <laughs> for TV later in the week? Because like the NBA uh, playing. Yeah, the yeah. plane oh, starts starts tomorrow. When? Oh, it's tomorrow? Oh, yeah, first yeah. game's tomorrow. Yeah. You have that. You have the MLB starting up when, like, everyone's still interested before they get completely burnt out by the slog that is the 162-game season. Like, yeah. It's so people actually good. are interested right now, but yeah. Do you guys remember how excited? Maybe I was foolish to be excited at the time, but I was excited when ESPN got the rights to the NHL because I was like, They've oh, been let's go. We're going to get highlights. We're going to get Shaq and Stephen A. Smith talking about hockey. Has hey, he was, done anything? There was two clips before the season started, and that was it. And they were about like best players of all time. Like he'd listed like Wayne Gretzky, Yari Curry, and then his mother. Like he didn't know hockey players. <laughs> Yari Curry at number two? Yeah. I'm I'm hockey. <laughs> he didn't know. That's funny. Like, yeah, but I don't yeah, it's, 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 it's embarrassing. I, I, I don't know if I told you guys, but I watched a I watched a Canucks game a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago on, on the TNT broadcast. And like, it was terrible. The uh, the commentators, at least, like I can't remember the one guy they had. They had some guy he used to play in the league, and like every two minutes they brought him up. Oh, you know when you played, I looked him up. Guy played like 112 games, and the guy wouldn't stop talking about it. Like it was, I had to mute it. I had to put it on mute. It was terrible. The only good thing I liked about TNT broadcast was like after some shots, like after every clean shot, they would have like a shot clock, um, not a shot counter, but like. You know, how fast the shot went. Yeah, yeah, like above the net. I was like, oh, that's right. cool. Like, yeah. see a snapshot going 95. Like, not a thought a snapshot would get that kind of heat off of it. But, like, you know, other the fact that to put it on you, like, just speaks to the testament of, like, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, which comes to our overall point. This is the best sport in the world, which is why we're doing a podcast about it. But it's fucking terrible how bad this league is. I mean, we're trying so hard to, we have a podcast we're starting for guys who love it. We just want to watch some hockey tonight. Montreal, Winnipeg. Thank you very much. That's all we get. Ridiculous. <laughs> and I mean, 
thank God that we're voicing it because this will go straight to the league. They will hear it. If it yeah. comes from the loose change podcast, maybe we'll get some change going. Right. I'd like to see it. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think this comes to a time where we should maybe talk about potential playoff matchups. Which ones are the best ones? Which ones will we not give a fuck about? Not even watch on TV. And I'm going to start with this Toronto. A lot of Toronto fans listening, who would you rather play, Lightning or the Bruins, if you're the Leafs? Because right now, it looks like it's going to be one or the other. It's like a 50% chance. It could go either way. I mean, I feel like you got to say Bruins. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a agree. I mean, sure, they've, they've had their number, but it's you got to go Bruins. You don't want to face the, them. They're the weakest they've been, I think, Boston since the Leafs have been playing in the playoffs and how much better would it be if the Leafs finally got to beat them in a playoff series? I think the guys in the locker room that's lot of loss of them over and over again. I think they want Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they want to play Boston and then beat them. And then finally they can get that off their back. That well, this yeah, one team it'll, has it'll been be like the, uh, over their head, their own version of the Canucks and Chicago rivalry, right? Like, right. Yeah. I bet you play a team enough times. Eventually you shouldn't beat them. Yeah. I think the Leafs. I know the standings in Tampa is a better team than Boston. I think the Leafs want to play Boston. I also think that the Leafs match up better against Tampa than they do Boston. Why? Boston has an ability to. So Tampa has size and skill, right? Like they're very much both. Yeah. Uh, Victor Hedman is the epitome of that on that team, right? The guy's big and he's skilled. Um, they've got the super skilled guys, right? They've got Kucherov. Um, however many like point no point can kind of get in and be a little greasy i find like um it's not like you're scared of them i mean but then they've got the big guys like chernak bogosian now right like they've got the strong mix of both yeah yeah and whatever way they need to play they can play that way the bruins while the same are skilled and tough definitely leaning more into that tough edge right between the two and the reason i say that i i think that the least match up better against tampa regardless of the standings is that when it comes to skill, nobody does it better than the Leafs. And I find Tampa has a tendency to adapt their game to whatever the opponent's game is. So, you know, if Tampa and Boston are going up one against one, um, you'll see Tampa convert to more of that size, right? That they'll rely on that more. They'll play the tough style game. Um, okay. That's where when they play the Leafs, it's more skill-based. They adapt to the skill game. Um, and their, I, I don't want to say their personality, but like, you know, their game is kind of whatever you want it to be. With Boston, yeah. it doesn't matter. They're playing tough. That and makes sense, right? So the Leafs have to convert to Boston style, but you think if the Leafs play Tampa, Tampa will convert to the Leafs style. Yes, and they beat them at that because that's their game. When with Boston, you know, we have history to look at with it, and Boston is one of those teams in the league too where they have that culture of, for whatever reason, it passes down from team to team, generation to generation. So um, would you not be Leafs, more- Leafs might have the lightning beat purely on uh, skill, but yeah. the Lightning does have Vasilevsky. Yeah, that's what I was exactly going to say. Yes, Are you not so. more scared of Vasilevsky than like Swayman or Allmark? Swayman's hot right now. And no, like, no. Yeah, but it's Vasilevsky. No, I'm not. I don't that. care how I, I, I don't know. Again, Swayman like I, the only thing I wanted to finish off my point there before I get back to this is like back in 2011, the Canucks, remember, they were up 2 nothing in that series to start. They were playing skill. And Boston was trying to play that game. They had a meeting. It's public knowledge that they had a meeting after game two saying, we're done playing their game. Let's play our game. 
they toughened it up and they won. Helps that they had a director of NHL officiating on their side, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Fair League does. We're not bitter about it. It's okay. <laughs> no, parody though. We have parody. But with the league, like Boston's still able to do that now. And sure, like Tampa's got Vasilevsky, but Toronto has Austin Matthews. You know, what's the best goalie in the league against the best goal scorer in the league? Not like Lightning have a bunch of scrubs in their lineup, though. No. But yeah. that I game mean, the other week, though, too, showed us, like, they can bury the net on him. Do I think Vasilevsky's gives up five in a playoff game against the Leafs? No. But is it out of pocket to suggest that the Leafs are going to be able to put two or three in every night on him? No, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. I mean, the goalie matchup with the Leafs in Tampa's scary. I think, obviously, Tampa's the better matchup. But, yeah, it's going to be one of the two. We'll see what happens. I think so. What would you guys take Leafs against both of them, or would you guys take the other team? Who would you guys take? I'd take Tampa. Uh, I would take Lightning and I would take Leafs against Bruins. I'm yeah, the same way. Completely agree. I think Braden? this is the year, even though I say that, I think this is the I take Leafs on both. Take Leafs on both. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm there a Leafs fan. I, I refuse to say that. We'll not do it. But I, I'm glad that you say that. That's good. Going on to another playoff matchup, which apparently, according to the score breaking news, Doughty out for the season. Ooh. Edmonton and LA with Doughty out now makes LA clearly the underdogs at this point. Yeah, LA has yep. been sliding a little bit. Yeah. Can they've... LA fall out? Yeah, yeah they can no, still fall yeah. out. Um, Vegas, Vegas could take it. Vegas is within distance of them. Yeah. Oh, I think Vegas I forgot. Is... Yeah. Vegas, Vegas needs one more win to be tied with them. Yeah, and they're, yeah, they have Vegas a game in hand, too. And they think. have that game, yeah. So with Doughty oh, wow. out, does that mean Vegas gets back in and then it's Vegas-Edmonton? I oh, think so. Wow. And then how terrified is Edmonton when <laughs> Vegas gets to come back <laughs> fully healthy? Yeah, then McDavid's so. gone? <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, exactly. That would be best-case scenario. I, yeah. I, it's official. The Loose Change podcast is a cheering for the Vegas Golden Knights to match up against Edmonton in the first and round. And I can't believe, oh, I, 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 can't believe I support that. that. I like yes. Vegas. I don't care about all the stuff with, you know, the caps or nah. that they do. And all you they treat, they, love Vegas. How they teams, treated flurries. I don't like how they treated flurry, but like teams need to be more ruthless. I like it. I like that. They're like, we don't care. We are winning. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they haven't had a very year. Yeah. So maybe it has kind of backfired. They've made the playoffs every year since they've been in the league. Well, they might not this year. I'd rather yeah, them not this time. year, I think, to be honest. Tomorrow's yeah. I want it to blow up in their I want it to blow up in their face. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fun. They were fun for a year. And now they're not because they were good. And now they're the evil empire. The Kraken are fun. I like the Kraken. I if the Kraken makes the cup finals next year, fuck the Kraken. Terrible jerseys. You don't like their jerseys? I think they're so bad. I think they kind of had the opportunity to go so well with that. I wanted like a salmon colored jersey. <laughs> I thought it'd been cool, like a dark salmon color with like teal and like black. There's a lot of models going around. And obviously, they're not called the Kraken if they're salmon. No, it should have been Sockeye. It should have been the Seattle Sockeye. The Seattle. Okay. I mean, I kind of like it. I kind of like the Kraken. I've come around on the Kraken name. I like the Kraken. Any name that doesn't end with an S in hockey, like any sports team that doesn't have like the OKC Thunder, for example. Like I like when it's just a a thing and not a group of things. If you plus you get to call your you get to call your fans the crackheads. Yeah, 
Is that not way? They, is that they not awesome? Their, uh, they call the building the crack house. Come exactly. How's like, that on. not fun? Yeah. That's pretty fun. All right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to go to the crack house. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm going there next week. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Who are really? Canucks? Uh, no. Um, girlfriend's a big Ottawa fan, so getting dragged down there. Send see the Senators down. and the Kraken this yeah. late in the season, you lucky dog. Yeah, and then uh, coming back to Vancouver, seeing the Sens play here, and should be fun. We'll be back wearing fans. the Danny Heatley jersey in Seattle, that's for sure. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay, jersey foul or not, jersey foul or not. Kai and I went to a Buffalo Sabres-Vancouver Canucks game. Kai wore his 2006-2007 alternate black Ottawa Senators Danny Heatley jersey to that game. That's nice. oh. Yeah. Is it a jersey foul given that the Suns were not playing? But it is Danny Heatley on the back. It's Danny Heatley. If, yeah, I mean, Danny Heatley is his own essence at this point. Like, he is as big as some of the worst hockey teams. More people <laughs> in Europe know of Danny Heatley than they do of the Florida Panthers. People know about Danny Heatley. It's true. It's a phenomenon. And I think that is the only way you get the pass. Getting a bit off topic with the playoff picture here, huh? I think it was on topic. <laughs> we went to playoffs, Danny Heatley. There's a line. Yeah, there track in, track host. There you go. It was bingo. <laughs> just want to make it clear that uh, us here at this change podcast recognize that addiction is a serious issue and uh, that we hope that the resources are there for those to get better. All right. Well, there goes all our fucking drug and cigarette sponsorships that I've been working. I was in a deal with Marlboro up until that point. I guess that's out. Leap <laughs> what he said. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I'll just believe it. All right. <laughs> the, <laughs> the listeners are going to be annoyed when they hear an eight-second-long beep, but it's for the betterment of the podcast. All right. Well, I think that does it for episode one. Oh, wait, wait. I do want to hear about Braden's new oh, love. How could, how could I forget? Oh, my God. So introducing the Loose Change podcast, first ever podcast segment, Braden's Love Corner. Sure I can the... get some like intro music for this segment, you know, just like. Oh, I'm working on. It. I know, it's in the works. I know it's in the works. Big fan of I want to know what love is. I think that would just be a perfect theme song for the segment. I, I've messaged them. I sent them a few emails. They haven't gotten back to me about using their music, but we're working on it for yeah. sure. And <laughs> we already got the graphic and all that. I'm excited to share with the listeners on Instagram and Twitter. Braden's love corner, where we take a trip down Braden's love life i don't know where we're gonna learn about how brain's doing macking on chicks brayden tell us about what happened last week uh i'd just like to start and say i don't like the term macking on chicks uh women are beautiful the best part of our lives and we need to respect them (laughs) using terms like macking on chicks uh, does Mm -hmm. not accurately represent my views nor the views of this podcast's (laughs) stance on women sorry not on women thank thank you for clarifying that with women thank you all right, so to start, um, I fall in love at least once a week. Uh, this past two weeks, I've gone thrice, which gives us a nice little average of 1.5 per. So we'll give a nice little rundown on how each interaction went and what we can expect moving forward. Yeah, um, please. Starting off with lucky girl number one. We're not going to use any real names here for their benefit more than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'd be embarrassed to know that I was interested. <laughs> um, so girl number one. Absolutely stunning girl. I've kind of known her on and off since high school. About a month ago, before I moved back here, she's from here. Uh, she added me on LinkedIn, and I was like, "Oh, 
oh, she's interested in me. I mean, LinkedIn's the place where you get mm-hmm. girls. That's somebody's. where it's going now. Yeah. So anyhow, I've heard. Um, sure enough, I go to the bar and like she's there. I'm like, oh my god, like I get to I get to finally say hi to this girl. Like, how's it going? So I again, I only kind of knew her, so I was like, uh oh, like I can't just walk over. Like I'm not in the bag enough to do that yet. Like I don't have the confidence. But lucky me, she's sitting with a mutual friend. Go over, buy them shots. She called me babe at one point, fell in love a little bit, had to leave because I was uh, having heart palpitations. Um, I was broken hearted to find out the next day that she has a boyfriend. Oh, no. That's okay. You know what the rule is? You only have to be better than one guy. So (laughs) I think I'm pretty damn good. (laughs) I'm pretty damn good. Uh, But that was interaction number one. Interaction number two. Uh, same bar, new week. Um, this was actually just two nights ago. So I went Saturday night to this bar, like a sports bar. You know, it's this new sports bar here in, in the Dirty Schwa. And there's like four bars total here. So it's been a huge hit, to say the least, to get started at this bar. Uh, the Canadian Brew House up by the university. Uh, they're not um, a sponsor. Don't shut them out. Okay. Sorry, no free ads. Well, how are they going <laughs> to hear about us if Brayden's not shutting them out? People right. watch one now. What if they sponsored Braden Love's Corner? Wouldn't that be cooler? I say give them the shout oh, out. They're going to kick me out if they hear about Braden's Love Corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, go on, Braden. So it's number two. Number two. Okay. So woman number two was my server uh, last Saturday night. Absolutely stunning girl. Really nice, too. Really, really cute. Really nice. It was very cool. Um, nice started off good. She was being really nice to me. Like, I was being really nice to her. I pride myself on being a great servee, as Kai can attest to, having served me multiple times. Um, <laughs> So the yeah, first only got me uh, close to fired one time. That's pretty good. Your fault. Um, <laughs> don't drink on shift. So <laughs> anyhow, first half of the night going crazy. I'm like, oh man, like I'm hitting off with this girl. Like I asked for a number later. Like it's going good. And then the second half of the night, she really cooled off. And I was like, oh man, like is it me? Like I'm getting a little drunker. Like I hope I haven't said anything. But like I was careful. Like I was watching what I said. Like I wasn't getting too out of pocket. Like your breath was okay oh yeah it always smells good and like i wasn't being an idiot so i'm like what the hell and then i see to my left she's talking to this other server who was my server last week and um i definitely upset her like she was not happy with me that last week's server um i got a little too drunk at the table and like i wasn't doing anything bad like i wasn't yelling at her like i i treat my servers well like i try and have fun like but like okay here's a great example is I ordered a vodka crayon and the guy sitting next to me, my buddy Adam ordered a rye and ginger. I ordered first. So she brings it over and it's like, she puts it down and it's like, this like gold kind of color, this drink. I'm like, that's a really weird looking vodka crayon, whatever. So I start drinking like half of it. I'm like, this doesn't taste like cranberry juice. Like whatever. I keep drinking. Finish half of it. Halfway through. I was drunk. (laughs) So I finished like half of it. I'm like, Oh, like that's not my vodka crayon. That's Adam's rye and ginger. So I started laughing. I thought that was funny that I, <laughs> I screwed up. I thought it was really funny that I screwed up those two drinks to like that extent. So yeah. I start laughing. I'm like, Adam, I just drank your drink. And he's like, what the hell? Like, come on. So then she comes over with my vodka crayon and I go, you want to hear something funny? And she goes, what? I'm like, so I say to her, I'm like, I thought that was my vodka crayon. Like, how did I get colors mixed up like that? Like, it's clearly not red. Like, it doesn't taste like it. Like, how did I, like, you know, drink half of them? Half of a double thinking that it was something completely different. Right, you're like, her to go like, ah, ha, 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 right? Just something. And she just looks at me. She looks at me like <laughs> completely straight faced. And she goes, she just goes, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And she goes, okay. And she just walks away. 
Uh, so it, was, it was stuff like oh. that or like you know i asked if we could join tables together with um crush number one and she didn't want to let us and i said that she should because i'm ukrainian and it would be very supportive and i'd appreciate it mm-hmm. um and she said no and she wasn't impressed by that request uh she i hope she believed i was ukrainian but um yeah i, I hope really you weren't know. just making light of a ongoing war oh no it's not being talked enough and uh we need to do more that's what we're here for um yeah we're here to raise awareness anyhow so that was my server last week so this past weekend i saw them talking and then like she was like cold to me after i was like uh oh like may have blown the bag there because of the last week's interaction so wipe the slate clean move on to the next night oh and i do want to clarify that first server who i may have upset um i did tip 50 percent at the end of the night she was a lot nicer to us at the end of the night, post tip. So, uh, 50%. I, I felt bad. I was like, "Oh, my jokes aren't landing. I got to make this up to her." So, <laughs> I tipped. I gave her like forty five bucks or whatever it was. I was like, "All right, like that that wipes it. That that makes up for it." Um, number three was at the bar on this uh, this past Saturday the night. Last book, right? For this week, yeah. Okay. The last girl <laughs> of the week. How'd it go? Um. So she also has a boyfriend, but <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. Um, went to the casino, won some money, had a good time, and then go to the bar after. Bar closes at 2.30, got out of the bar at like 1.15. So get in there, order our drinks, and then uh, my buddy sees these two girls and they call them over. I'm like, oh, like he knows. I'm like, whatever, we'll go over and talk to them. So like we're talking to them. Uh, one's blonde, one's brunette. And the brunette like just leaves like two minutes in and she's like, I'm just talking to someone else. So my friend, again, this is my buddy, Adam, is, knows this girl through her boyfriend, uh, their friends. So like, I may be there for a minute. And she's like, I need your advice. Like, is my boyfriend being too much right now? And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? And she goes, I went to the grocery store yesterday and he called me 28 times because he didn't, t- I didn't tell him where I was going. I was like, oh, like, but you immediately problem. think you're about to be her new boyfriend. Again, I only have to be better than one guy. And like, I'm clearly better than one guy. <laughs> and like, and I'm not even joking. Like, I was actually like, I like went from like, I'm, I'm saying I found love. I was actually like, oh, like this is an abusive relationship. Like she needs to get out of this. Like the dude would like get mad at her for like leaving. Like he, he ended up coming to the bar that night because she didn't tell him that she went to the bar. She told him she was going to the bar and she hadn't texted him back in an hour. And he drove like 30 minutes to come get her at the bar. Yeah, that is a... Uh... These are some red flags here for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. All the listeners, if you have a boyfriend who does that, date Brayden instead. Mm-hmm. Brayden will not mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'll treat you great. He'll only call you 22 times, not 27 mm-hmm. or eight. <laughs> I'll spread he it knows over his limit. a 24 hour period too. One an hour. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I was like, oh, that's terrible. And she's like, well, she's like, you wouldn't do that to me, right? I'm like, babes, no, like never. I would never do that to you. I would never <laughs> dream of it. I was like, I was like someone with your eyes, and I was like, oh, with your eyes, there's no way. Maybe I'd only be calling that much to hear that beautiful voice of yours, but oh, nothing more than that. that. Okay. Um. So, anyways, we're like hanging out and and she leaves. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. So she follows me on the Insta later. I'm like, oh, cool. Like I look at her Insta and uh, fell out of love pretty quickly. Her most recent post was her in a truck at the uh, in Ottawa. Oh, no. oh yeah, no. And the one before that was a big rant about uh, our prime minister, Mr. Justin Trudeau. And I went, oh, I fell out of love rather quickly. 
So uh, the search continues. I'm sure you, we'll have more. Uh... You heard it here first, ladies. The <laughs> search continues. Um, please, my DMs are open. Um, I'm lonely. I will answer immediately. <laughs> and that was Braden's love corner. Thank you. Thanks, Braden. Got a little <laughs> desperate at the end, but I'm no. excited to find out what happens next week. And if I'm excited to hear about the hundreds of female listeners that we have that are going to be reaching out to you and your DMs. <laughs> Mom, leave them alone. Are already <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, I think that does it for episode one. What do you guys think? Was that good? Yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with that. Should we, should we just do like a sign-off? Let's do a sign-off. How, right. how do we do a sign-off? All right, everybody, thank you for listening to the Loose Change podcast. We will be back next week with even more deep, insightful thoughts to entertain the deepest parts of your mind. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah no one's, no one's doing out. better than that. That's it. That's the one. That's it. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. That was a pleasure.